You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. I like to rip all those pages and everything Jesus said about eternal fire and weeping and gnashing of teeth. But if I do that, there I go with all the other false teachers. There I go with all the others that have bought into something that their own itching ears desire. And they say, we just don't believe a loving God would ever do that to anybody. Well, you haven't read or you don't believe the Bible because that's what it says. In his message today, Pastor Danny will remind you how difficult certain passages of Scripture are. Today, for example, Pastor Danny will be discussing the idea of the end times and eternal punishment, including that there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. As hard as it is to think about, you can't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Every part of Scripture is important. There is a reality that sin brings punishment, but there's also an undeniable truth. Jesus sacrificed himself to save mankind. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of 2 Peter chapter 2 with today's edition of The Living Word. Two verses down, verse 12. He's talking about Jesus. His winnowing fork is in his hand. He'll clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Matthew chapter 5, verse 22 And we're not going to talk about the meaning behind this. Don't have time to do that, but just get what it says. Jesus said again, anyone who says to his brother, Raka is answerable to the Sanhedrin. But anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Jesus said that. Matthew chapter 7, verse 19. uh, Jesus talking about knowing a tree by its fruit. And then he says, chapter 7, verse 19, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Uh, Chapter 8 of Matthew and verse 12. But the subjects of the kingdom, those who should have been there, who they thought would be there, other people thought they'd be there, will be thrown outside into the darkness where they'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's serious. Chapter 13 of Matthew and verse 24, Jesus tells the parable of the weeds and the wheat. I mentioned it earlier. And then you jump over to verse 37, and he explains the parable to his disciples. And he says, verse 40, as the weeds are pulled up and burned into the fire, in the fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels. They'll weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew chapter 13 Verse 47, he tells the parable of the kingdom of heaven like a net let down into a lake called all kinds of fish. They collected the fish. They put the good on one basket. They put the bad on another. And he says, verse 49, this is how it'll be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace where they'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He says this over and over and over again. Chapter 18, Matthew Verse 8, if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off, throw it away. It's better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. 
And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out, throw it away. It's better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. Chapter 22 of Matthew, verse 13. The king told the attendants, tie this guy hand and foot, throw him outside into the darkness where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Chapter 24, verse 45, who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time? It'll be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. But then he goes on, verse 50, the master of that servant who doesn't do that, but he ends up going back to the old lifestyle or getting away from the narrow path will come on a day when he does not expect him at an hour he's not aware of. He'll cut him to pieces, assign him a place with the hypocrites where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You find it over and over and over and over again. The whole Bible ends in Revelation chapter 20 this way. And here's what it says. Chapter 20, verse 11. And then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. Earth and sky fled from his presence and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne and books were open. Another book was open, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it. Death and hell gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what he had done. And then death and hell were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. If anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. I don't like it. I like to rip all those pages and everything Jesus said about eternal fire and weeping and gnashing of teeth. But if I do that, there I go with all the other false teachers. There I go with all the others that have bought into something that their own itching ears desire. And they say, we just don't believe a loving God would ever do that to anybody. Well, you haven't read or you don't believe the Bible because that's what it says. Now you say, that's not the kind of God I want to serve. I understand that. I sit sometimes thinking about family members that don't seem to know the Lord. And I pray for often. And I have a hard time coming to terms with eternal damnation. I could buy in better to what Jehovah's Witnesses teach, that they're going to be annihilated and then there'll be no more. You won't be conscious anymore. You won't be a being anymore. I can buy into that. That sounds much better. That sounds more of what a loving God would do. But that's not what the Bible says. That's not what it says. Revelation says the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. The smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. Now, before you tune God out, just think of a verse before I show these. Hebrews 10.31 says, It's a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. It's a dreadful thing. But here's here's what the Bible also says. The offer of salvation is to everyone. Everyone. Here's what the Lord says in Ezekiel 18. I take no pleasure in the death of anyone declares the sovereign Lord, repent and live. He says in Ezekiel chapter 33, say to them, as surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways. You might know this verse. Say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son 
that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. The parable in Matthew 25 of the sheep and goats that Jesus told and in the end he says God's going to separate uh, the sheep from the goats. And he's going to say to the sheep, come, come into the kingdom, come on. He's going to say to the goats, depart from me into eternal fire. You know what the next line is? Prepared for the devil and his angels. I hope you're challenged if you're a strict Calvinist because Jesus died for every single man, every single woman, every single person. And his blood and his sacrifice is sufficient. Otherwise, you can't say whosoever will. You can't say that. Otherwise, you can't say God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Jesus died for all men. And there is no person in hell that needs to be there. They chose. They made a choice. Because God's done absolutely everything he can, that every single person that would make a choice and repent just means to turn. Turn from the way you're going. Turn from we all like sheep have gone our own way. We've all gone astray. And now turn and come back to the God who created you and to the Savior who died for you. Maybe somebody would like to do that right now. Bow with me. Somebody needs to be saved. It's a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Nobody ever saw my friend going to the hospital on Thursday morning thinking he had severe flu, and now he's facing eternity. And barring a miracle, barring a miracle, he's headed for eternity. Now, I believe he knows the Lord, so I'm going to see him again. But don't you sit here, if that's the Holy Spirit tugging at your heart, and say, I don't think I'm ready today. Come on, come on. That's, that's foolishness. Today's the day of salvation. Today. Today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. That's why it says repeatedly, today, today, today. Now's the time. Now's the time. Don't put it off. Today's the day for you to be saved. And if that's you, you just pray this. You're praying to him. He's hearing you. He hears your heart. Say, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sin forgive me come into my life I receive you as my Lord and Savior now help me to live for you the rest of this life in Jesus name The book of 2 Peter teaches how easy it is to get sidetracked from your focus on God, even in the safe setting of a church. Believers can begin to fight amongst themselves about things that just don't matter, but it can divide the body of Christ. Paul's letter is an encouragement to all Christians, today just as much as then, to shift the focus back to God's truth, seeking His guidance within the Scriptures. God promises to speak through His Word and through the Holy Spirit, and we encourage you to continue studying even after today's program has ended. We know that you'll be blessed each time you explore the living word. If you'd like to hear more teachings from Pastor Danny, visit ccfstpete.church and click on the Sermons tab. 
you'll be directed to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe while you're there to get updated content each time we post it. You'll find all kinds of information about our church and the ministries we're passionate about at our website too. Again, that's ccfstpete.church. Before our time is up with you for the day, we'd like to ask you to pray for us. Would you do that each time you tune in to The Living Word? Pray that we keep listening to God and following His plan for our program. Know too that we're lifting you up before the Lord and that we feel blessed to have you as a part of our listening audience. Thanks for tuning in today to The Living Word.